This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. We were going to let Maya really lead the episode this time. She just fell down on the job already. <laughs> no. Stared. Completely. We had the flip-flop of what happened the other time. What happened where, the other time? I, th- I thought you were just saying right. I wanted you wanted me to lead the topic. Oh, and then I, I was see, just sitting here staring right. out into space and you're like right. waiting for me to start. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're here. Yeah, now we're doing it. And we're ready to talk about some Aikido related topics. Yeah. Or singular topic, probably. Yeah, just yeah. One, one topic today. Well, this I don't know. We we um meander. We sure do. Nah. So nah. there's no no Chris like we're on topic nah. every time. Because the, the topic is Aikido. About. It's here True. It done. Here when it, it's the widest possible, vaguest, widest possible thing, then yes, you're all, you never have to worry about being off topic when you're like, the topic is the world. The topic is life. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Right. Um, so I was thinking today that we could talk about how serious you should be about Aikido. And or. There's different interpretations, but I want to just kind of go over like how serious you should be about different parts of the martial art. And so the most serious you can be. Well, OK. <laughs> so like um, the obvious answer. Uh, man. Yeah. Like, no, you know I, I, mean? I think I know what you're saying. Like how serious should you be while you're training? Like literally, you know, your mood while you're training. How serious should you be about your training? You know, like, mm-hmm. how, you know, how much time should you spend in it? How serious should you be about um, about the like sticking to the the roots of Aikido, you know, the, the Japanese heritage and all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I feel like we can kind of go some different routes. Yeah, with, there's lots of stuff to talk about there. Yeah. I think, you know, first... I. This is one of those where the answer is like, it depends. Right. The, the answer <laughs> yeah. is, of course. Nah. It's up to it's up to each individual how uh, how serious they're going to take it. But obviously, there is a point where a person is not taking it serious enough to the point where it it's causing problems for others. You know, so yeah. bare minimum, you right. have to take it serious enough that you're not get kicked out of the dojo right. because you're destroying or, everyone else's practice. Right. Right. You know, right. so that's the bare minimum. And I think maybe that's where you start is like, what's the bare minimum? And then we you work it up from from there, um, knowing that there are some people who are going to be there every single day for every class. Yeah. Doing every sing- you know, I think there's a common thing that happens with regards to how serious should you be about your training that like you know if you're one of the students that's kind of more in the middle of the pack in terms of how how often you come and you know how seriously you take class and stuff like I could see people feeling a little bit like oh man like I should probably come more I see all these other students that are like really serious about it and you know ah like I feel kind of bad that I don't take it as seriously as those other people like I think you know if you if you are kind of more in the middle of the pack, you might feel like, oh, I don't do it enough. I you know, guilt trip yourself and right. whatnot. But I think it really depends what, what you're in it for, you know, or yeah. what you're. I mean, I honestly to. think too much seriousness uh, also gets in the way. It hurts you it, know, man. Like, yeah, no, I totally agree. What do you mean by that? I mean, on, on lots of different levels. I mean, like for myself, you know, I am a, 
a ridiculously serious person. Um, but I make jokes and, and be ridiculous because otherwise I take myself too seriously. And it becomes, uh, you know, the, the truth of everything in life is it's kind of trivial. You know, mm-hmm. and so like if uh, if you take it too serious and it's a trivial thing, it's like you're, you're wasting all this right. serious, crazy intent and getting all worked up over something that isn't that important. I feel you know? a lot of times I, I think that some people could come to our dojo and in think that maybe we're, we don't take it serious enough um, because there are some things that we're just like kind of lax about or, yeah. or, 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 or you For know, sure. just things that we don't pay pay attention to in the same way uh others might um but that doesn't mean that we're not serious when we're in in the training yeah you know um or that we're not serious about aikido either you know right but if your interpretation of seriousness is you know uh you bow every time you come in the door in a certain way and you know, you don't ever talk to the instructor uh, because he, he can't be bothered with those things and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then you may interpret that as us being not so serious because we're interacting with our instructor on a first name basis or, you know. Right. right. Um, yeah. And you might think, well, that there, why are they being, but that's not necessarily that we're not being serious. Um it's just we're paying our we're paying attention we're putting that seriousness into other places right i mean and you know so at our school it's pretty relaxed most of the time but for example when we test uh, the testing is very serious uh, and i'm extremely serious about it and i'm serious about the way everyone acts and they need to act seriously um and so if they're not doing that uh, sometimes and i've heard this from students that it's a, a bit of a culture shock yes. because it goes from very relaxed <laughs> right. to not, very you, fucking like, serious what are you, you know? doing why are you treating me like this right and and to me it's like you should be able to turn that on and be absolutely serious when you mean to be um but that gets in the way with stuff you know like if you like having a light heart and being able to like take things and roll with them and move with things that makes you better and more adaptable and more earnest in lots of ways um as opposed to like trying to trump up a bunch of seriousness now that doesn't mean that i don't think being serious is important and especially for martial arts absolutely important but for me like learning to not take myself so fucking seriously has been more of a lesson than right than the other way. And I think it's that understanding of the the moments where that, you know, that appropriateness. Understanding where it's fine to to be lighthearted and blah 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 and then when you when you are going to be tasked with um turning it on and being serious. Right. And, right. Yeah. I read a um I think it was a martial arts Reddit question or concern or whatever, but part of the the thing that the person was bringing up was that their partner was it was for jujitsu, actually. Um, and their partner was, like, giggling. It was a young, like, a young man, maybe a teenager in high school or something. And, and she was noticing, and it was bothering her, that he was giggling while they were rolling all the time. And she kind of found it uncomfortable, mm-hmm. among some of the other things that he was doing. Um, but that was, like, the thing that made her most uncomfortable, is that he was, like, laughing all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because I find rolling in Brazilian jiu-jitsu really fun and sometimes I'll laugh and so I was like oh man shit like (laughs) am I not being you know serious enough but I think it's really just about like you got to be able to read the situation yes that's exactly right um because it's like a lot of the times like 
I'll only do, do that if I'm rolling with a friend or, I, you know, I'm having a particularly good time and I feel like no one's going to be made uncomfortable by that. But yeah. I think training is is a vulnerable place. And if you feel like if you could possibly make someone uncomfortable with your actions, if right. you're too, if you're not serious. Right, enough. right. Yeah, I often joke and, and, and have fun when I'm rolling, um, usually just because I'm in a really good mood because I like to roll. Right. Um, but it, I feel like it's always within an appropriate bounds, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, you really only have so much attention. And when you're really serious, you spend a lot of attention. I don't know if people realize this, but, like, being serious requires a ton of attention. And so where do you choose to put that attention? And so if all of your attention in your seriousness is in the formalities of how you get into the dojo, then how much attention can you have for learning the lessons of the class? And so to me, it's, it's always a balancing act, you know, and like, you know, I think there are a lot of schools that would look at the way I teach Aikido and say like, Oh, it's not very serious. And then I would look at the way that they teach and understand their art and, and, probably laugh out loud because right. it's like you're not taking this serious at all right like you're not actually looking to the depths of the art you, you're stopping at the surface you know and they're very serious about the surface but interesting so so it could be in the opposite sense that that you know being serious requires a lot of attention uh being you know not serious being funny or, or you know flippant then seems like it, it in some ways it signifies not paying attention or being um careless right and so i'm sure to the the question that i read the woman was getting a sense that he was being really careless right, right. and and this is what i would say and we we noticed this like in uh martial art uh in our um self-defense classes um and we have a a little thing where we just have people walk to each other with like an intent kind of and it's really difficult for people to get through that sometimes without cracking a smile, without laughing, blah, blah, And so to me, it seems like this kid is having that experience where it's like um, he does not have the self-control enough to uh-huh. uh, stop that reaction right. that he's right. having. Yes. Um, and that is just it's, – it's, it's, de- it's attention. It's paying attention to like him, himself and being able to, to tamp that down. Um, and that's what I see – when I hear that story, that's what I thought, which right. is like this. I mean, he he, and, he probably doesn't have the capabilities at at if, especially if he's a younger kid to to stop himself from that. Um, now he, in order to progress, he needs to be able to overcome that, and that there that is a seriousness that he has to look at and go like, hey, if I want to be serious about this, I have right, to do right. this. And thing. that's, you know, that's the place of a teacher to call that out, you know, like, you know, so a teacher's job is to look at people and assess and go like, you know, can you be serious when you want to be? What are the things you need that the art provides, you know, and like, are you within the bounds of that? And so to me, it's it's like, you know, there's not a one size fits all. It's like I watch people and I go, oh, this dude can be as serious as he wants to be. And so this is a relaxing time for him. And that's okay. And is it bothering anyone else or not? And if it's bothering someone else, then maybe he needs to be talked about. But maybe it's not an issue of seriousness, it's an issue of sensitivity, you know, like, I mean, there's a a bunch of things to juggle, but, you know, just being stoic all the time about everything, it's laborious, you know, and like, and it's not conducive to learning and it's not conducive to getting into a flow. Like, there's a lot of problems with being too serious. Yeah, that's interesting because for, for you saying that you often were too serious and we needed to lighten up a little bit, um, for me thinking about when I was doing Aikido throughout my younger years you know I've said this many times on the podcast but I think I was a little bit too too silly you know not in any kind of hurtful way but just like I would mask my discomfort by being silly with my partners and you know nobody had a problem with it but it was like 
I, I came to real to be kind of embarrassed of that thinking about it in the past now I'm like I shouldn't have done that you know because it was me um, not really being present and and paying some other attention or, or you know distracting myself from what I could have been focusing on because I was feeling some kind of discomfort with working with adults or you know doing other stuff and so it's like that I, I need to work on my seriousness right, right and I mean you know that's another thing you know like not being serious can often be a mask for something you're scared right, to right. show right. Um, right. like and, people laughing at inappropriate exactly moments. right exactly right and, and you need to be talked to about that because you need to assess out why that's happening you know yeah I think it all really depends on somebody's a person's own ability to read social situations you know what I mean because for me nobody really had to say it to me that I shouldn't be doing that but I kind of over time was like oh I need to be more serious you know maybe and maybe you know different teachers had kind of made general remarks that I was able to kind of pick up on but you know if someone doesn't have the ability to like read that socially then they do need someone to say it to directly to them Mm -hmm. you know um and the same for the opposite end you know for for lightening up a little bit you know some people just need a little time to like shake loose and other right, people need to right. like, come on, lighten up a little bit, you know? Right. I was at the range once and, uh, uh, I was, I was just, just got done. I just packed up my, my bag and put everything away and I was walking out of the, the thing and there was a guy ahead of me and, and, uh, I didn't see it because the guy was in my way. So I didn't see what was going on, but the guy flipped and, uh, started yelling at this kid and this kid's mom, presumably. And, um, apparently they had um, pulled a firearm back from the the stall, you know, like you're in these little Kevlar stalls. So he pulled the firearm back from the stall and he, he didn't have good uh, firearm handling, you know. As far as I could tell, and, and looking at the attitude of the kid, the kid was scared shitless. He just was dumb and didn't know how to handle firearms. Right, he just, yeah. Right. right. Well, this guy like jumped on him and, and you know, like, the guy was way over the top. Um, and, and so I, I was judging what was going on, you know, and I watched the whole thing because I was like, oh, maybe this gets out of hand or whatever. So I'm just watching and, and kind of watching how the guy handles the situation. And I could tell that the guy who was yelling at the kid and his mom, he was scared shitless and and, and for good reason. But he you know. was also, yeah. They right. Were, but yeah. I mean, because there's, there's a live firearm in yeah. play and a dipshit who's not paying attention to it and, and that needs to be addressed, you know. and But the guy probably increase the dangerousness of the situation because that kid was, you know, a kid. I mean, he's like 17 years old or something and like not uh, not very with it. And he could very well have dropped the firearm or right. done something insane. You know, who knows what, what could have happened from that. Um, and and I, I thought, you know, like, look, it's good to instill the seriousness, but but you're being over the top. You're not being appropriate right. to the situation. And right. so appropriateness is, is a really important thing to consider. And when you're just blanket asking the question, like, how serious should you be? It's like, how serious for the, the situation right. that we're talking about? And, and you could argue, like, well, that's a life-threatening situation. It's serious. But he didn't handle it in the appropriate way. Right. He could still be serious and not be, you know, over the top yeah. about it. And you know. Yeah, in a way, like, he was being... He was being serious, but not not appropriate. Like he was being, like you were saying, he was. It was over the top of uh, the reaction was over the top for what the situation needed at the at the right, time. Right, right, right. And to me, you know, this uh, it's a simple. It's like, oh, these two don't handle firearms. They rented a firearm. They're here trying to learn to protect themselves, and they're about to shoot themselves or someone else. Um, that I need to step in quickly, and I need to address them in a serious tone, and I need to relax them, and at the same time, let them know that what they're doing is highly dangerous, you know? Right. right. Um, but there can be an escalation, and, you know, you see this in Aikido all the time with not, not so much, like, 
anger, but like people being really serious about something that that they're so dogmatic about it that they can't ask the question of what's actually happening. So they're so serious of, of, about copying this thing exactly that they can't um, find out what's appropriate for a lesson. And right, for a lesson, right. the job is to ask yourself why and how, you yeah. know? No, I yeah. think that's a good, like the, the appropriateness I think is, is, uh, is really good because it does feel like, you know, there's, there are, there's a spectrum of what is an appropriate level of seriousness at any given time. And so it's like just by coming to the dojo, there is a an expected level of seriousness that you should have all of the time just by coming in the door. Um, and then from there, depending on what's happening, it goes up and down. Right. You know, when you're on the mat and you're training, it should be at one level. If you're on the mat and you're taking a test, it should be at another level. If you're off the mat and you're in the, the dressing room, it can be at a yes. different level. And so it just sort of changes and you just kind of have to under, you you know, realize and kind of slot yourself. And it does you no good to show up at, you know, level 10 the minute you walk in the door in the dressing room you know, on the mat training on the, like for the whole thing, you'll, you'll tire yourself out. You'll just, you know, you won't be able to do anything else. So you kind of have to have that, you know, adjustability. adjustability. And I think that's also in the, how serious you should be, uh, about the art as well. Yes. So, you know, in determining like, well, how, how often should I go? Well, what do you want to get done? Right. Exactly um, right. If you are fine with, you know, taking years to get, then go once, twice a week. If you want to um, really hone in and get done, get done quick and get all of the information, like, then you're going to need to go more often. You're going to need to be a little right, more serious. Right, you're going right. to need to do some reading um, outside of class, some right. study beyond what's, be, you know. Yeah. And that's all sort of up to the person and it will change because life changes life changes and you know you may be and we've had this experience a lot where we've had students who i mean serious there every day studying getting you know and then they get to a certain point they're just less 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 and then eventually you know they they maybe are once a year they'll show up to you know right yeah, for me, I don't know, I, I thought about the how often should you train thing. And I remember feeling, you know, so I started doing Aikido when I was, um, you know, a, a child in school. And, and, you know, so I didn't really have control over how often I went. It was up to my parents to take me. Um, and so I went reliably. Um, and then when I went to college, it was up to me. And, and I still went, which I'm fairly proud of myself now because I know a lot of people just kind of fall off of things in college, but I, I decided to still go, but it was a lot more, you know, here and there, you know, I would go maybe once, twice a week, but like if I had any kind of excuse, I'd be like, no, oh, I can't go, you know? Um, and that was, you know, I felt a little bad about that because I was like, come on, Maya, you should go more often. But then when I got back from school, it changed and I started going more. And so I think it's just like, what time of life are you in? You know, we've had other students that, you know, got married or had kids and suddenly it's like, well, they just can't be around as much as they used to. And so it's like, I don't think you can make yourself really like, you can't guilt, guilt trip yourself no. too much because yeah. it's, it's, you're a whole person with other parts yeah, of yeah, life. Man. You should you know? be taking it as serious and, and going as often as it brings you joy to do so. Cause if you're yes. going and you're hating it, then why even be there? Yeah. You know, like I can go every day 
all the time because it's what I like to do and I'll find, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not, everyone's not in the, at that level. Yeah. And so to expect everyone to be like, you know, to expect all of your students to come every day, uh, however many hours for a year to get what they need, that could be a little much. Now, you could set it up where it's like, well, if you want to get, if you know, if you do this, you know, you're going to be able to get through this amount of material. Right, right. Um, and then again, that's up to them. Like, am I that am I that serious about it? Am I serious enough to be a live-in student, to yeah. be... Yeah. It's funny, you know, uh, getting um, back to the word appropriate with, with the word serious, like, you know, asking the word serious, I guess, to me is, is kind of also like asking, like, how appropriate should I be for my Aikido training? Right, right. You know, and that sounds weird when you say it that way. It sounds like right. it totally makes no sense. And it's like, well, you should be as appropriate as you are. You know, like that—that right. that is what appropriateness is, is like, you know, yeah. what is the amount you want to put into that? And so, like, how serious should you be? Well, I guess the outline Josh said at the beginning, which is like enough that it doesn't disturb anyone right, else. Right, That's how right, serious right. you should be. But beyond that, it's like what's appropriate for what you want, you know? And, and a lot of times I'll say this, like, you know, when I tell a student, like, oh, we're getting near black belt, I expect an amount of seriousness from them. And, and, and that, I mean, is like it's appropriate for them to earnestly study more because we're getting near that polishing time. And so like, it's like, if I don't see that and I've done this with a few students, it's like, Oh, you're not very serious. Like, so So it's not not, really time. I I got it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll hold off on that. When you you, uh, can dedicate a little more time. Exactly right. You know, and, 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 and And without judgment too. Although maybe there might be some judgment, but (laughs) without judgment. Right. And, and, you know, that goes for seriousness too. You know, like um, if I see a generally grumpy ass old dude who comes in and trains and is usually a grump. And then one day during class, he's giggling. I'm never going to say, be fucking serious, right, Bill. Right, right, right. What the fuck, you know? But at the same time, a 15-year-old kid who can't stop giggling, it's like I'm going to have a talk with him right. about being more serious about his practice, you know? How do you – this is maybe slightly off subject, but I'm curious. As a teacher and as a dojo cho, like how do you walk that line with students who maybe are in and out or you'd like to see them? Like you, you just are genuinely humanly concerned about them as people. You know, how do you reach out to them and say like, hey, we miss you without making them feel guilty for not coming or pressured yes. but also, you know, making them feel welcome, you know? That's a super hard thing. And, and you know, like um, if you – if you know a student's going to need regular encouragement, um, it's good to start that early, right? And so, and, you know, this is all a judgment call. But, you know, I've definitely had students and I have a few right now that, like, uh, I know that they want to come and they're going to have some confidence issues and some life struggles and they're going to have some problems. And so when I see that person and, and I like them, you know, and I'm like, all right, I want this guy around and I know that they want to be around, then I generally will do like regular little maintenance checkups, you know, which are just like send an email, send a text and, you know, whatever, like, hey, how's it going? Haven't heard from you in a while with no pressure. You know, it's not I don't make it about the dojo. I make it about the person. And it's like, hey, I want to see how you are. And that is what I genuinely want. And I want to make sure that they know that the door is open to them if it's the space in their life to do that, you know, but I really avoid telling anyone like, you've got to get in and train because I don't know their life. I don't know anyone's life. And so like, it's like, maybe you don't need to get in and train. And I'll guess that you're a better judge Judge of of that that than I am. You know, now, if you tell me I want to get my black belt, well, then that's another animal. Cause it's like, oh, you're expressing to me that you want to seriously practice this endeavor. You're going to take on this endeavor. But sometimes you just, you got to put it on people too sometimes. So people may come in and go like, I want to get my black belt. 
Um, but they really have no intention of doing the work oh, yeah. needed to oh, do yeah. that. So you can't, at a certain point, you can't keep harassing them about it. You just right. got to be like, well, you're dude, on your own, bro. Here's what's expected of you. Uh, do that. I could probably count the number of students on all my fingers and all my toes that I've had in whatever 20 years of teaching now that didn't come in and say, uh, oh, how long till black belt? <laughs> I mean, it's a really small group of like people. Pretty much you know? everybody wants and, that. And, and generally, the people who stick around longer are the people who don't who ask don't that ask question. Right, right. But, but, but it's like, it's super common. It's like, you know, a lot of people set a goal and they have a weird fantasy in their head. And so... When they first start, of course, they're very serious about that endeavor, you know, and then it's like, well, but it's it's going to be really years of a lot of attrition. And, and like Josh said, like, especially as you start getting higher up, it's going to take study outside of class. And, you know, it's funny uh, saying that, like study outside of class, like 80, 90 percent of my study as a teacher still to this day is outside of class. Right. Like, you know, and that's meaning that, you know, well, with COVID right now, it's different. But normally I'm on the mat six days a week and training people several hours a day every day. Uh, I still, the majority of my training is off the mat, you know, and it's, I'm serious about martial arts, so I do that. Right. That's what it takes. Yeah. And if you're not serious about it, it you know, you can get away with different, different levels. Right. And, and it's, it's not anyone's job but yours to decide yeah. how serious you should be about that. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking about, huh, that's an interesting ratio because on the surface you would think, well, you're going to class to, aside from you who are the teacher, you're going to class to study Aikido. So that's interesting that the majority should be at a certain point outside of class. But thinking about it, like my childhood piano lessons, I wasn't going to piano lessons to practice piano in the lesson. Right, that's right. I should have already practiced by that's the time right. I got there. Homework. 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 That's right. right, exactly. Oh, of course I never did, but... Like that was what I was supposed that had I been really serious about it, that's what I should have been doing, you know, and that's the chicken, you know. Right, 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 yeah. and that's and I think partially because of how the class is structured, and partially because of what the way that of what it is, it's hard for people to 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 do study outside on their own a lot of times, um, because it's like the school is where the people are. Right, right. I gotta have people to do, you know. Um, so then it becomes like, okay, well, who can I get to come with me after, you know, so that becomes kind of problematic and you got to find, but usually there's a group and you can kind of see like, mm -hmm. those are the students that are serious, uh, hook up with them. And I mean, for us, we kind of only have students that are serious at a certain point just because yeah, we we're small, small enough. And I think there's probably a lot of dojos that are like that, where it's like everyone who's showing up, you know, on, on a given day, probably pretty serious unless you have like a huge right and you know it's different it's funny because uh you know anyone could come in and try class and do class and and you know usually i never ask anyone to leave they just don't stick around if they it's not for them you know but it's funny when we were in the garage you know and and i was ridiculously serious it's like you're gonna get smashed against the wall and thrown into the ground, and like it's this is not gonna be a sweet endeavor, right, you know. This, is not, um, this won't be fun for you. Yeah, maybe. I mean there there, there will be a lot of parts that suck, and, and we're like, gonna send you home with bumps and bruises. Right, exactly yeah. right. And if you're not ready for that, then you don't belong here, you know. And like like now I have a public dojo that's much more like you know like yeah everybody join and there's a place for everyone and a level you can train at. But you know it, it also depends how serious should you be. It depends on how serious is the school, you know. Like because there was definitely a time where I remember 
remember one of the students and I trained with in another school and, and they came in with their mom and an older student, you know, I think she was like 17 or something. And, and, you know, her mom was complaining that her wrists were rubbed raw, you know, at the, at the end of every class. And it's like, yes. And she's like, well, could you tell them to lighten up? And I was like, no, that's the way we're training, you know, like, and it's fine if you're not into that, but this is not the place for you, you know? So, so your level of seriousness has to be appropriate to the place in which you're training. Yeah. Right. Right. It's interesting that serious means all these different things because in in that situation, it means like how much are you willing to put up with for this thing that you want to get out of it, you know, higher risk in a sense higher reward right and it's funny like i didn't really look at it from that perspective it's just this is what we're gonna do right and so that's what you're gonna do and if you don't want to do that that's cool right. but you know i wasn't ever putting it on them like well if you want to get good this is what you do right, right. it's right. just you like just like this, this is, is what, what we're doing yeah. if you want to keep up yeah and like yeah come in and train otherwise don't yeah yeah and it's funny because i think that does get flipped sometimes you know i do think that there are instructors who um, for whatever reason, maybe business reasons, uh, really want to be like, no, you need to come every single day for this amount of hours and do blah, 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 so you can, you know. Um, and I'm not sure that's necessarily the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best. <laughs> it's know. so wild, though, because, look, there are a group of people. I don't know how to say this tactfully, and I'm not even going to try. Um, uh, there's a group of people who are into Aikido who are also into BDSM, whether they know it or not, right? <laughs> like, like you know, and that means like uh, bondage and, and dominance play I, and stuff like that, right? Uh, it's funny. <laughs> I, I was going to say everybody knows what that is, but maybe I'm... Yeah. And so like a lot of people like to be like chastised and told what to do and 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 be the the little piece of shit and have someone lord over them. And so a martial art like Aikido can provide that for people. And so I know that I have lost many students over the years because that's what they were into. You weren't uh, strict. Yeah, I did. You know, and it's, you know, like to me, you're on your own journey, man. I'm not here to be your boss, man. Like, you know, like I'm here to guide you in a way to learn Aikido. But that's it. And, 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 you know, I've they wanted like a drill sergeant yes kind of yes personality. And, and they're convinced you know they're some piece of shit and they need someone to tell them they're a piece of shit and you know what i mean like it's, it's not my thing and but i know that's a part of it and so like if you're looking for that then find the school where that's appropriate yeah. and and you'll get it interesting but to me a lot of times that stuff gets in the way and is confused for seriousness about the martial art of aikido correct and to yeah. me that's all nonsense you know like and, and I've, I've trained in more than a few schools that it's like that and it's like you guys aren't learning Aikido because you're too obsessed with being the lowly student who bows to Sensei's car as it drives off. You know, like <laughs> I'm not making that up. That <laughs> shit happens. Is that you real? Know? Like that happens. That's that's for real. Um, and <laughs> so you know, like some people are into being the master, and and some people are into being the slave. And like to me, that, that none of that really has a place in Aikido, but but it does get played out a lot in schools. You know, huh? And it's interesting because that goes back to the point you made before, which is like some of the seriousness has to be like. In where you are putting your efforts. Right. Yes. You know, and so it's like, how serious can you be about something when you're only looking at this minute part of it all the time? That's right. If you're That's just right. doing forms training, it's like, and this is, uh, I have had this experience a lot watching videos from seminars. Um, and I will see like all of these people in uh, Hakama, uh, you know, working on Ikkyo. And... I'm like, how ridiculous is this? Like, really, to it, it seems ridiculous to me. Like, if I went to a seminar as a black belt and they're they're running me through Ikkyo, like, right, right, right. 
you know, and, and maybe they'll say, well, you don't understand the complexities of blah, blah, blah. But truthfully, that is completely removed from, for me anyway, the thing that we should be doing. And so, like, I would question, like, how serious are you about the thing? Right. It's if, like there's if, kind of like a, you could be light of heart and serious of study. Right. Or you could be serious of heart and, and light of study. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think depending on what you're interested in, you know, the serious demeanor, but not really actually trying to get into the material too much or vice versa. Right. Not too worried about putting on airs, but more worried about right, right, getting right, into right, the material. Right. You know, Ian, when I first started studying Aikido, I was um, serious of study and serious of nature, and uh, <laughs> uh, and I remember scaring several people. I remember hearing from several people that they were like, "Oh yeah, this person won't train with you, and this person yeah. won't train with you," and, and I was like, "Oh, am I too violent?" And they're like, "No, you just scare them," you know. And it, it's just because, like, you know, I just look seriously in, about it. And it's like we're yeah. doing this, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and so like that, too much of that's no good, you know? And like, so I had to learn that hard way sometimes. The flip side, uh, of what I said at the beginning, uh, you also have to be not serious enough to, right. with, you know, <laughs> yeah. right. there's right, like, right. there's a, uh, fine Vendetta. line on yeah. right, each right, side. Right. Like, which is why maybe I keep drawing, being drawn back to the word appropriate, you know what right, I mean? Right, which is yeah. like, Hey, it's, it's all about being appropriate to the situation, you know? And so the seriousness just is a. A byproduct of of what's right for right now, you know. And I think too, like like talking about how serious you are within class, you know, the the changing mood throughout the class. Like, I think exactly right. It should be f- appropriate. It should be fluid, you know, because like, there are certain moments in class where like what everyone needs to do right now is just laugh and have a good time and do something easy or whatever. And then there's other classes or other parts of the class where it's like okay, guys, we need to buckle down and it's not time for screwing around. You know, we're going to do a serious Rondori right now or we're going to, you know, test each other's energies or whatever. Like it's, you know, time to be serious, you know, and I think even within a class, it can really fluctuate, which I think it should. I think that's what what a good class is, is, you know, having a little bit of each. And and as a teacher, you know, and and I know, I don't know how many people are are teachers that are listening to this, but it's the, the method I think about it most, you know, as a teacher, when you see your class getting too unserious you know becoming too unserious not serious enough yeah uh, whatever too silly, what it's too silly. silly yeah yeah um when you see that it's like y- you can change the tone by how you teach you know so and there's lots of things you can do you can suddenly change your tone to being serious you don't have to be right anyone you just change your tone to being serious most of the time students will follow or you can choose a intense practice right. that will make everyone get serious real fast and so you know judging seriousness from a teacher's perspective of like you know are they getting anything out of this lesson? It could be that it's too simple for them, or it could be that they've gotten distracted or that, you know, it's been a, a stressful time, you know, and then you should weigh that out, you know, is it, you know, so whatever, 9-11 and, and uh, the Twin Towers just came down. It's like people are, you know, need to laugh. It's like, well, then maybe we should all have a good laugh together is what we right. should do, you know, but the teacher can change the tone to, to fix uh, the seriousness relatively easily, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that really struck a chord when you were like, doing a hard practice will make you more serious yes. or changing your tone. And I've, I can definitely think to multiple times where it's been, I've been like, <laughs> and then it's time and to do something right. really right. serious and it, there's no extra room to be silly. You know, well, and you'll right. see, it's interesting because you'll see uh, you have to get good at clicking through back and forth onto those. Yeah. A lot of times I'll get caught in one or the other. Right. I'll be really serious and then partner up with someone who's being less serious 
And it's like, ah, okay, I have to rethink the way that I'm right. uh, approaching this or else it's going to be weird. Right. And, right, and right. vice versa, you know, I'll just be kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. And someone will be really serious and won't be, I won't be ready for the thing that's happening, you know. I think one of the hardest things is working with a young person who um, is f- like uh, has a lot of physicality to them. Either they're really tall or really strong or something to where you actually do need to worry about your own right. physical yes. safetyness, not because they're trying to hurt you, but just because they're big or strong or whatever. And, um, and they're, they're young, so they want to have a good time and be kind of silly and, um, you know, very loose. Um, and that can be like really dangerous. <laughs> you know, right. I felt that right. in multiple situations where like with other students where it's like, Oh, like your Demeter want to makes me have a good time and I'm ready to have a good time. Um, but I kind of have to throw boom. Right. Right. Yeah. Or you're swinging a giant Joe and right, it's right. kind of cause you're being loose goosey. It's coming toward my fingers. And so it's like, I need to be on to make sure my That's fingers right. don't get whacked. Well, right. I, and, and I think this is a good point, uh, place to say like the level of seriousness has to increase as things become more dangerous. Yes, so as things right. get faster, as, as, uh, you know, it, as you introduce new, um, ops, you know, so multiple attackers, weapons, like things have to get more serious as that happens. Um, and they will just by the, the state of things, but they also have to. So you kind of, you know, need to make sure that like people understand like, all right, we have weapons out now. So pay attention right. <laughs> to what's happening. You know, you can't just be, you know, lackadaisical with it. Um, and I know like in the beginning, and sometimes in kids' classes, it's like, don't let your stick hit the ground. This is not what we're doing right, right. You now. Right. And so instilling some of that like seriousness to the thing, the, the right. weapon or like right. is, is important because it's like the gun at the range, right? If that kid had had that seriousness instilled earlier yes. before he went to the range, um, that wouldn't have been a problem. So, That's you know, right. the minute that some that a gun was sat in front of him, someone should have like taken the time to be like, hey, this is a serious thing. Right. Anytime it's in your proximity, you your seriousness increases right. tenfold. That's, that's right. just how it has to happen. Um, I think that's a good a good thing to have, a good thing to keep in mind, you know. Right. And that's why I say like especially like a like a teenager person is kind of one of the most dangerous to to me at least God because like damn kids. Well, because um, they're, they're like, their body's kind of new to them, so they're really not very experienced with their weapon. But, but they're, they're convinced they are. But, right. And they're learning about the world, and so they really are, are feeling like they're starting to get a handle on things, which is awesome. But sometimes they swing harder than they mean to, or they, you know, they ikkyo harder than they mean to, or, you know, they, they, they knee you in the face because they don't know where their <laughs> knees are, or, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, like... You know, it's uh, that's it's never wild. <laughs> a headbutt, an elbow, whatever, right. you know, it it happens. And so it's like, you know, as the as the more aware person, you have to be double right. double you, aware. You have to become extra serious at that point knowing that Right. Uh, you have to take up the slack of their non serious yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. All right, we're at about 40 minutes here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, finishing thoughts here. No, I think it's good. I think it's, you know, something to keep in mind. Uh, and I just feel like it is something that people always kind of have 
percolating in their brains about, you know, what they should be doing and how they should approach things. And, you know, I think especially for new people, sometimes when they come, there's this anticipation of extra seriousness, Mm -hmm. especially to Mm -hmm. Aikido, that can be maybe even off-putting because they're like, I don't know what I need to be doing. Um, On the flip side, you do get some other people who have no clue and they sort of just rush all over things and you have to pull them back and be like okay here's we, we bow when we get on the mat and those kind of things so um no i think it's a good good conversation to have i i think just like about anything in aikido you know in terms of the self-development aspect it's about balancing yourself out you know right like at first you are figuring out what you have a tendency towards you know whether that's to be a little too flippant a little silly or if you have a tendency to be a little too serious or Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. over um over attentive to one single thing and and so then part of your practice is to balance that out and find what the appropriate thing is for each situation and be able to apply those different parts of yourself as you go and then that's what makes you as you become a higher student be a a kind of person people want to work with and a teacher and that kind of stuff you know right right yeah, and I think, you know, just always questioning um, where you're at and what you want from the practice. And, um, you know, I mean, it depends on how you mean the word serious, but like, you know, if you're, if you're saying the word serious is like how earnest should you be about your practice, my answer really is 100% earnest about your practice, but that has different levels, you right, know, right. like yeah. uh, it doesn't mean as, that you... As earnest as you can be at that right. particular moment exactly in your right. life, you know. Yeah. And so, so it's like, you know, if it is a hobby and stuff, then, you know, Josh's uh, beginning thing, which was like, you know, enough, you need to be serious enough that it doesn't disturb anyone else's practice. That's the minimum. And then that might go up to, you know, your whole life is, I mean, my whole life for many years was Aikido, you know, where it's like, that's all I think about, all I do, all I work on. Um, And if you want to be a teacher and get somewhere with it, then that's, you know, that's what it is. So you just got to decide what do I want from it? And then I need to be as serious as that requires. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go ahead and thank our patrons, who are seriously awesome. They are seriously <laughs> awesome. There's no joke about for that. For supporting us. Their level of, of commitment these. is high. Yeah. Well, that, that is true. I mean, if they're willing to give money. That's yeah, but, and no one made them, right? So, like, you know, no one said, like, hey, dude, you can't right. hear this anymore, right. or, uh, you know, we're going to go off the air, or nothing. Just like They're just off, like, yeah. off the air. Off See, the I'm air. old. I know. Old. I was going to say it. Oh, I love that. There's no air. We're in the cloud. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll go off the cloud. (sighs) There is no air. There is no air up here. (laughs) Thank you so much to our patrons uh, who make it possible for us to do this podcast. Um, Also, I apologize if there's singing in the background of this podcast. It was uh, an uncontrolled factor in my neighborhood yeah um, we, we we don't quite have the money to have this the sound studio the we sound want studio, for yeah. that unfortunately um so thanks for sitting in and uh hanging tight for that um, that's called ambiance yes yeah, that's right, the ambiance right who knows there's probably actually a technical term for that kind of background vague crooning i don't know um vague crooning i like i, I like know. that being well, that's all term. i can hear right now is yeah. just yeah. kind of like somebody kind of singing it's, i don't love it but maybe somebody else is here for it um all right i've spent enough time on that um uh, thank you so much to our, our uh patrons uh they are jeremy felix otto nick bullman brad v yarrow crazy for spiders madrona the hatchet man brooke Ferragamo, ben bear wrestler aldrich 
Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Martian Chiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Sullivan, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate that. It really does uh, make it so that we can do this. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no, we say it, but it also is true. <laughs> it's, it's true. very, very yeah, true. It's true. Both on a monetary and an emotional level. That is true. The emotional support. Because yeah. there's something is, about, true. yeah. Uh, there's something about, like, A, it, it's nice to know that we have that support, so that's nice emotionally. But also the knowing that, like, there's a responsibility now Yeah. to yeah. these people. Yeah, Absolutely. I feel like that for sure. Some, yeah. 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 Um, and as always, if you have a question um, or a comment or whatever you want to talk to us, uh, you can reach us on Facebook uh, at Aikido Discussed and uh, on Patreon as well, which I believe is linked in the description. Um yeah. Yeah. And Drop us uh, a review if you listen on a uh, somewhere where you can do that. And it's helpful. And tell your friends, et cetera, yes. so forth. If you haven't got a message, if you've messaged us and not got message back, I apologize. I'm catching up because um, there's been a lot of things going on. So uh, so uh, you'll probably hear from me before too long. Yes. And we hear you and we appreciate you. Uh, tip of the week. Tip of the week. Don't say anything about being serious. Oh, damn it. No, I'm the. <laughs> I mean that is the, the that is the episode. Well, <laughs> I was gonna say that I think everybody who probably, seriously, Josh, okay, ser- seriously, wow, nice. seriously. I I hate it. I'm now I'm done. I don't want to hear the word serious anymore. No, um, well, I think most of our, our our listeners would probably say that they're serious about Aikido in yeah. some way yeah. because otherwise you probably wouldn't be listening to an Aikido podcast, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So what is that for you? Because serious can mean a bunch of different things, and so what how do you apply your serious are you serious about the tradition is it you know very serious in class like what what is that for you Um, and that may be different from somebody else's serious about aikido and you know maybe think about a time that you have not been the appropriate serious that you wanted to be and and you know think about and what why that was yeah what causes and why that? Why well, did no, you screw it up? No, something. There's sometimes that, that stuff happens and you don't even know why. Right. You know what's why that's happening. Yes. And so you you have to step back and go like, oh man, I reacted in this way and it was weird. What's going on there? Right. Um, and that's how you get better at stuff. That's right. That is exactly at right. Life. Thank you. Right. Good job. I guess that's it until yeah. next week, right? Yeah. All right. Until next week, guys. Talk to you guys next week. <laughs>